Hello, and welcome to another episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. It is episode seven to be a set of season two. So this week, I am recording earlier, number one. Maybe not as early as I thought, but it's still daylight and we're moving in the right direction. And number two, I watched more shows this week. So I will be talking about this week, Big Brother, Siesta Key, The Duggars, also known as Counting On. I will also be talking about Love and Marriage Huntsfield, five episodes, and the premiere episode of Star Stacy. I don't know what's it, Darcy. I don't know what I was gonna say. But the premiere episode of Darcy and Stacy. So yeah, let's just jump into this show. So BB22. I am so excited about Big Brother. I'm excited that it's coming on tonight. I will be tuning in. And I enjoyed the first episode. I think I have a good feeling about the cast since they all know what they're doing. I imagine it's going to be a good season where it won't be where everyone's mind turns to mush and follows one person or one click. I'm hoping it's going to be some back and forth and stuff. We'll see. But I'm looking forward to it. I think I was very happy. I think I said this multiple weeks now, but I'm very happy that the most irritated people that I was anticipating to be on the show aren't on the show. So that's a blessing. And I'm hoping that no one will be irritating to me on this episode. So as far as my initial thoughts, uh, there are some people that I'm confused about, which are Enzo and Keisha. I don't understand the hype over them. And Keisha looked really confused the episode. And Enzo, I was confused by him. And, but, you know, I, I listened to like a couple of um, podcasts or YouTubers about, you know, what their thoughts were on the, on the premiere. And they were like excited about Keisha. And so I did not know. I do not understand why. Of course, I've only been watching Big Brother since season 17. I somewhat kind of watched 16, but not really. I actually liked Victoria. That's the only thing that held my attention. <laughs> I'm like the only person in the world who was in a I was like, Victoria's going to win. She got this. Go ahead, Victoria. <laughs> I was like, that girl don't know what she talking about. <laughs> For my little, I was like, you know, all the way casual. I was like, she know. Just seeing random clicks of her talking. I said, look at her. She, she said that. She's still there. But, um, yeah, I had to watch Big Brother before that, so I have no frame of reference of what Enzo did or what um, Keisha did. So I don't know why people are so excited about them, but they're on the show, and we'll see how they are. Um, the people that I'm curious or interested in seeing more of, based on the very first episode with Danny. I like, she looks like she's going to do pretty good. She was inter- She seemed interesting. Cody, question mark, because I don't know if that's really his name, and I did not get around to looking up his name, but he's the one who won, like, the house guest, um, the head of, head of household, 
because he did so good. I like a physical game. So I was like, oh, he did good. So hopefully he won't be like, you know, someone who's a really good physical game, game they could end up one way or the other. Hopefully he don't end up the other. Hopefully it's the one way where he's entertained to me, which means my one way, the way I prefer, like you could be really good, but also you're like more of a team player. You don't have like this, I don't know. Maybe that's how you're supposed to play, is how you're click and just really be with them and lie to the other people and act like they're with you, but you're really not. That irritates me, but maybe that's how you're supposed to play, big brother. I tend to root for an underdog, so if he's like more of an underdog, then I'll be entertained by him. He is a playing the steamroller role, and I guess I won't really care for him, but I'm interested in seeing him go and play. Also, Memphis, because Memphis did him, and Memphis did good on that little um, puzzle thing. And they were like, deck to deck. So I was like, okay, okay, you two. You got through the puzzle. Like, okay, by this part of the, the show, I was not paying all the way attention. Like, at the very beginning of the show, I was paying all the way attention. But then, and then the little puzzle thing, the first round, the ladies, it was long and not entertaining to me. So the rest of them, I was not paying all the, the attention. But they kind of seemed to run, win that kind of fast. So I got a little bit more interested for a second. I was like, okay. So I am interested in seeing more of maybe Cody <laughs> and Memphis and also Christmas. So I was just like, meh, when I heard Christmas was going to be on the show because Christmas did a whole lot of nothing. She, you know, she hurt her foot. So, and you know, if it was anyone else, I think she would have got voted off, but she didn't. I was like, why is she still here? What is this nonsense? I didn't like how they like helped her to win. I just, the Christmas, I, she, boo, 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 boo during that season that she was on. That's how I felt about Christmas. Maybe it was season 18? I don't remember. But regardless, this season, at the little thing, when they showed her, I forgot, like, okay, Christmas is like, she looks really strong and powerful. So she might be really, she's like Jenny for the challenge. She might, well, no, 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 she not, she might look like Jenny for the challenge, but I feel like Jenny for the challenge is stronger. I feel like, I don't know how well Christmas is doing the challenge. Because, like I said, she kind of wimped out on the first time go around. So, yes, I'm curious to see how she's going to do the second go around. Is she going to be a pretty good competitor? So, we'll see about Christmas. But I am interested. Now I'm interested and I'm excited for her to be on the show. The people that I'm, I am least interested in are Tyler and Nicole F. I didn't really care for them. Um, I first I was like, why did I? Why? Like, I think my brother, so my brother watches this too. He was like, you don't like Nicole F? I was like, no, I don't like her. Uh, I guess I'm being strong. I don't dislike the lady. I don't think about her. I really don't on my day to day. But I don't like her on the show. <laughs> and of course, I had to have a think. I was like, why don't I like her? And why don't I like Tyler that much? And I just don't like their, how they play a the game. They accuse people of doing the exact same, same thing that they do. So that irritates me. And maybe that's a common thing of Big Brother, but that's what I picked up with them. I say like, they keep on accusing people of things that they're doing. I remember one time Nicole called day and say, she said, she's a snake. I said, you're a snake. How you calling her a snake? So I don't like, I don't, I guess I don't like that, that behavior or how they, they, they both play that kind of game. Um, so yeah. And they would get like Tyler. I feel like my memory is fuzzy about his season, but I feel like he probably did a lot of that. Um, this person's playing both sides and all he did was play all the sides. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not the most excited about them. But in the end, though I did say like two seconds ago that I don't like Nicole, I don't, they don't get on my nerves. They don't like, it's not like I can't stand to see them or they bother me or something. They're just the least, the ones I'm least interested in seeing. And 
officially, I do not have a favorite player that I want to win because I have yet to see them interact and see how they're going to do, to see how they're going to play. I more so like someone that I feel is nice, someone who's not mean. If I see meanness, then I'm like, meh, I don't, I don't want them to win. <laughs> so I don't know who is going to win, cur- who I want to win currently, but I do have the ones, too, that I will root for currently, and they will get my initial inaugural Big Brother prayer that they do well, and that is Bailey and Day. So, yeah, I am looking for it. They're going to be on my prayer list that they do well, and they're currently, they're, I'm not going to claim they're my Tonys, but they're currently the ones that um, they get to be in the favorite circle for me at the moment in my book. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to Big Brother. I'm very happy it came. And I'm very happy, like, I wasn't, like, one of them to come in the summertime. Like, when they usually came, I kind of forgot about it. So I was very happy. I guess I was entertained, even though, you know, a whole lot has not been going on since the virus and stuff. I pretty much just been, you know, at the house or going to the beach or going to the pool. I guess I was entertaining myself enough, maybe with this podcast as well, I forgot that there was even Big Brother this summer, so I didn't have to wait that long for it to come. So I think Big Brother in the fall is a blessing, and I'm very happy for the season. So let's move on to Siesta Key. I I don't know how I'm feeling about this season. You know, it was a hot, messy mess. It's very problematic. Um, I think I'm gathering my thoughts. Because I used to really like Siesta Key. I don't really like it that much this season. I'm trying to figure out why. Uh, Maybe I've changed. I don't know. I I feel like I always like reality TV. Maybe the fact that I'm talking about it so much, I'm like, meh. Or maybe, um, I don't know why I'm not enjoying this season. I guess I will have to have a think about, about that why I don't like this season so much. I think maybe I'm paying too much attention to it because previously, Siesta Key was definitely a show that I will watch while getting ready and now I don't really get ready. So maybe I got too, I'm like too invested in it. So things that I probably wouldn't even notice in the show, I'm noticing now and it's irritating me. I don't know. It's not to the point that I will stop watching the show currently, but... Yeah, this one was just a whole lot of a mess, and um, I know that I do pick sides when it comes to these reality shows that people we fight. I think this stuff just gets old with people always fighting in reality shows. I know it's part of a reality show, but when they start fighting, like, insistent, just fighting without stopping over the most silliest, pettiest stuff, like, the silliest, pettiest stuff is the storyline, it kind of gets old and monotonous. So maybe that's what's going on here, like, they don't got no, no, none of these people really got anything going on because, oh, yeah, the first season. Oh, yes. And also the first season, you're kind of getting to know them. So that's just interesting in and of itself. So that's probably what it is. The season, just, it's just probably just getting old. Like, I know who these characters are. I know their MOs. I know how they're going to add any situation. There's no more novelty of seeing Siesta Key or seeing the places that they go. Um, they're no longer in school trying to get out of, you know, cross that milestone, figure out what they want to do even though they're all like kind of in school or figuring out what they want to do. But I mean, it's been a few years of this. So, and I, I kind of understand too. It takes me a long time to figure out what I want to do. So no hate on them. It's just part of life. 
I just think they just don't have really anything really super important. Or and they, they really don't have like some type of business. Like a lot of shows, rally shows, they have some type of business endeavor to kind of keep it going. They don't really have anything to keep it going. Not currently. Like, because like, okay, for the Hills, you know, she worked at The Vogue and that was interesting. And she worked at um, being a PR intern with that lady. She always had these neat shows going on. So that was interesting. And even The City. Now, The City probably wasn't the best reality show ever, but Whitney was working that interesting New York job with that Olivia woman. So that was interesting. And I don't know if Siesta Key has that yet. They're trying to make that work with um, Juliet's owner, boss, not owner, boss lady. It's much better than that. I don't even know the name of the club with that boyfriend of Juliet before than the club. It's like some social media business. It's a lot more interesting than that. So... Yeah, I think they're trying to do it with this. I think her name is Ashley. And they, I think they try to do it blend, but as we see, ain't nobody ever in blend, so that's boring. And they don't really have no events or anything. So, yeah, I think maybe it could get a little, a little more interesting if Juliet might work more with that Ashley person. I know they have her going out with this Sam dude, and, like, he has better yachts or whatever, so they say. But a boat's a boat. They were there on the boat the other seasons with Alex. To me, it looked about the same. Yes, I'm sure the boat is quite nicer, but it's like, meh, meh. I'm like, meh. And so, yes, this episode, they're at a party. Folk was drunk. Folk was acting a fool, per usual. Um, Juliet held off and slapped someone at the end. She held off and slapped on Garrett because Garrett took a picture with a girl. I think the girl was kissing him on the cheek. And he used to mess around with the girl. And so Kelsey had some type of felt some type of way about it because he was always bothering her about still talking to that dude. So he's like, How can you be mad at me talking to that dude when you're talking to that girl? So that's why she was mad. But I was like, mm. Kelsey, he was all all up in arms because you always been shysty, okay? Just one time you're not shysty, okay. So I don't know, there's a bunch of arguments over nonsense, in my opinion. I have realized I pick sides and I, because of these sides, I'm more sympathetic to some of the characters than others. So the people that I like currently in this season are Chloe and Juliet and even Brandon. I even am okay with him with his trifling self. Um, even I, I'm okay with Amanda as well. Uh, there's been seasons where I was not really for her, but I'm okay with her currently. And the people that I just don't care for on the show or irritating me, or Madison, Camilla, I don't know this girl's name, Jared's girlfriend, I think her name might be Ashley, I think she got a terrible attitude, and of course, Kelsey, I think that's probably, in my opinion, she has gotten the worst edit on this season, not this, this season, but this whole show, I'm sure no one agrees with me, because I never see anything or anyone talking negatively about Kelsey, but I just never... I just, she always seemed, mm -mm, no, no, I, did, I didn't like, like, I don't know, it, it, it just seems, it's, I, she, she claims she stopped modeling to help her mom, but I have a feeling she, maybe job is dried up or something, and then she cheated on, I think she made friends with Chloe because she wanted to get in that clique, I don't think she was genuinely wanting to be friends with her. And then once she got solidified in it, she changed colors toward Chloe. She didn't have to act like she was 
nice to her or her friend anymore. So her real colors came out and they were not pretty. So I yeah, I guess I don't like I feel like she's two faced it, I guess. Like if you're a terrible person, I'm a, I'm a little more okay with you with your you own your terribleness. And I don't think she owns it. So I guess maybe that's why she irritates me. But regardless, they're all terrible people on the show, to be honest. And that's I guess what I kinda of like about reality TV too, because you know, everyone's terrible, even I'm terrible. Everyone in the world I think have terrible parts about them. And, you know, a reality show, they're going to find that terrible thing. They're going to highlight it. So I feel like I forgive the ones that I like more, like Chloe, Chloe and Juliet, because, you know, Juliet, she had all that stuff to do, and she fought Chloe last season. So she is a mess, and she cheated on Jared, too. So she, she you know, you know, she's a, she ain't no good. And she she, she did um, Madison dirty when she won the Alice. She, so we know Juliet's a hot mess, but I like her. So I forgive a lot of her nonsense. I forgive a lot of Chloe's nonsense because I feel bad when people talk bad to her and make fun of her because she's bigger and stuff. So I sympathize with her. And then I don't know why. Oh, yes, I know why I sympathize with Brandon because he always be trying to go after these girls who don't want him. And then he finally get a girl and he messed it up. So like, maybe this is why I feel bad about Brandon. But, um, but yeah. These other ones, I have issues sympathizing with them. And, and you know, there is that Bible verse that says, love covers the multitude of sins. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm just not being loving towards these characters. So I'm going to put the characters who are not my favorite this semester, not this semester, this episode of Sister Key, because, you know, I'm talking about my favorite from my favorites on Big Brother. But on this one, I'm going to go ahead and give a prayer to Medicine and Jared's girlfriend, Camilla and Kelsey. And hopefully, because, you know, the Bible said pray for your enemies, even though they're not my enemies, but essentially the people you don't care for. Hopefully that was soft in my heart toward them. I have love in my heart toward these characters. And I will also add a prayer that the people on Sesaki can be more loving towards each other. Because if we continue with this fighting, this backbiting, I'm going to fall off. I'm not going to like the show anymore. And I'm going to stop watching it. Which, you know, I'm sure NTV will not be hurt if they lose me as a um, watcher. I'm like one person. But regardless, let's move on to the next show. Which is The Duggars. So, you know, not a whole lot goes on, counted on, like I said. And even though some episodes more goes on, this one, not so much. They mostly focus on Kendra having a baby, which I'm already kind of seeing because, you know, Duggars, when they have a baby, they show us our first look footage like a week or two later. We're going to know where this baby drop because TLC's going to send up a 10-minute special. Sorry, I don't seen Kendra have the baby. One note I will say about Kendra having the baby she was very nice. When she said that baby was coming, they say, can you hold the baby for a little bit for the doctor to come? She tried to hold it. That was very nice. I never had a baby, but I have a feeling if I felt like a baby was coming, they said, please hold it. I said, uh-uh, we're just going to have to have this baby without that person. Y'all better catch it. It's about to come. So Kendra was very nice to try to go along with them <laughs> and their directions for her to hold a baby in her as it was coming down the uh, canal. Also, you know, Jeremy, he sat down and skateboarded. And the neatest part about the episode is we got to see Felicity talk. And she did very good. And it was very cute. And we had a chicken with Henry. And Henry is up to par with the other children. He now talks on a 
three-year-old, I would say third-grade level, but three-year-old level, so very good hearing. I'm sure there were some people, I'm sure I had to show during watching it when he did have his little issue, I probably would have prayed for Henry to do good on his next thing. So I'm sure the people who was concerned a little about little baby Henry was very happy to see that he is now talking on a three-year-old level. So yeah, that was pretty much the Douglas' episode. Very cute, very Duggery. But yes, let's talk about Love and Marriage Huntsville. And I guess I'm going to go a little over my time, but I just have to speed it up for my last two shows. I guess because I had so many more shows, but because I got like 40 seconds left. So we're just going to have to be really quick with, and I'm wasting time talking about how I need to be quick. But regardless, Love and Marriage Huntsville, I have watched five episodes. I have taken my side, just like with Jessica Key. I am on the side with Melanie, and I'm bad with the husband's names. I believe her, his name is Martell. They both sorry M. They're unique, and they're, they're, like, they're confusing to me. But Melanie and Martell. And the reason I prefer them over the other ones is because... Let me stop this timer. If I can stop it. Uh-oh. Okay. I think I stopped it. I did not. Okay, I stopped it. Anywho, the reason I prefer Melody and Martell, which I think is, I'm going to, one of these days, I'm going to make note of their names, is because I, I think they have a better relationship between Tisha and Marceau, which I think is her husband. I feel like I feel like they do that now. Better relationship. Uh, that's it's kind of hard to put a label on that. It's, better is a good label. Maybe good would be a hard. Just because I say better doesn't mean good. I guess I would say, but they do seem to be genuine friends with each other. So that's why I prefer them. They seem to genuinely like each other, and they seem to genuinely have each other's back. So that was cool. And I feel like Melanie is a sincere and, yeah, she does kind of put on that I'm really nice and super Southern, but that's kind of the Southern, southern thing, kind of that act when she sees her, hey, honey, buddy, how things going? What's going on? Some of that's kind of like someone could say it's fake, but I feel like it's also just part of Southern culture to be like that. But um, as far as just, I just feel like she's really truthful and open and honest with the things that she is she is saying and her feelings because like at the end of the season I thought she was gonna leave old Martell and I and then she said girl at the beginning of the season said girl I thought I was gonna leave him too but I didn't and I guess it's kind of understand like I was like okay girl because you know she got four kids with him or whatever yeah she got four kids with him because that's what happened in the beginning of the show she had a new baby and her other kids are very cute. And, you know, he really does want to stay with her. And he's been counseling. And he, he claimed he's going to do better. And I personally think he was a cheater because he really thought that's what you do. I believed it. I don't know if I should believe that. I feel like he really thought, oh, you're a man of a certain uh, amount of accomplishment. 
you're supposed to have a mistress or that's okay. Because I know there's some men are like that. So he actually thought that was okay. And then Melody was like, I'm not the one. So, so yeah, I think he just did something he thought it would be okay to do. And he realized it wasn't. And hopefully he is changing his ways. And I guess some of y'all would be like, why would you, why would someone think it's okay? I, I don't know. I just see, I see it. I see there's lots of men who are married and have mistresses. So, so I feel like in their reality, or it's okay. And the women, they sit there and they turn a blind eye to it. I really think that's what Tisha is doing. That's why I don't prefer her. I think she's turned a blind eye to whatever Marteau is, Tao or whatever his name is, is doing. Okay, I could be wrong. He could be doing nothing, but mm, I don't know. I don't know because when because basically their advice to Marceau all this time was not you shouldn't be doing that. It's like you shouldn't be so messy with it. So it kind of made me feel like his little circle made him think that was okay. And I feel like Tisha acting like, oh, my husband would never. But she just know her husband know how to keep that stuff together. And she want to play like, yeah, that's why I don't care for her. I think she's playing. And I think I don't care for that relationship that much because it seems like Marceau married Tisha to take advantage of her insecurities because she has like a lot of insecurities. I don't think Tisha is a terrible person. It's funny I said we're all terrible people, but I don't think she owns and leans into her. I don't think she purposely does, does terrible things. Like I feel like Sister Key, some of them purposely do terrible things, but I don't think she purposely do terrible things. I just think it just happens as a result of her insecurities. And she probably regrets a lot of that stuff and she don't want to do it moving forward, but it's just going to keep on happening as long as she's insecure. So, yeah, and then her mama ain't no good, neither. She's terrible. She 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 inserts herself and I guess she is sticking up for a daughter in the end. But it's, it's yeah, the mother is, is pretty, pretty hard to, to stomach. I will say this, though. This season, she got a makeover, and she looks really good. The makeover was good. Now, probably in five or ten years, I will be like, what in the world is she wearing if I look back on the show? But it's very on trend of what people wear who look cute in Alabama. So I'll give Tisha Mama that. And so the last show that I watched, just going to jump on over that, Oh, yes, I did say who I was going to pray for. So because I am working on loving people and hopefully having my heart suffering towards people, because I know I'm not all the way right to take sides. I should be impartial. I will pray for Tisha, Tisha's husband, and T- Mama Tisha, Tisha's mama. They're going to be on my prayer list for this week. Uh, if you want to recap for the first five episodes, I guess you didn't get, oh, yes. Essentially, there's not a whole lot of stuff that's going on in Love and Marriage here in Huntsville. Essentially, there's they're harping on one piece of drama that's going to carry this whole season. And I think Love and Marriage here in Huntsville really has a potential to be a good show because they actually have an interest in business. So work focused on their business endeavors would probably, to me, be more interested. Especially they had this big goal they wanted to accomplish at the end. And they kind of just focus on making that happen. I feel like that would have been a more interesting storyline for me. But, you know, I'm also someone who is a fan of the Duggars. So I'm sure people really like all the crazy drama and all the social media nonsense and the back and forth and the bickering and fighting and cheese and fries and all that type of stuff. But 
the key thing that people are fighting about is that Melody had an event. Tisha just popped up to it uninvited and Melody escorted her by the police out, which was not police. He was like a security person. And that was very embarrassing to Tisha. So that's the thing they're going to harp on this whole season and beat it like a horse, even though it died after episode three. They're still on it. So, so yeah, that's that's the big old drama. And of course, I said earlier, I'm on Melody's side. Now, I think she probably she probably could have waited until Tisha had the fool to have him escorted, and she would have been a hundred percent okay in my book. So she could have probably did that, but she probably didn't want to want to even deal with Tisha and the fool because you know she was gonna do it. You know how Tisha is. She was gonna be like, I need to talk to you, and I need to bury the hatchet, and we need to come together and be friends. And then she's gonna say something slick at the end when Melody don't respond exactly how she want her to respond. She gonna go back into saying something dirty and become a whole thing. So Melody was like, okay, I'm just gonna start at the beginning and escort her out. So I probably would have, it probably, she probably could have just gave her a chance and hope that she don't come talk to her. And then when she does try to talk to her and the minute it turns sideways, just get security to come get her. She could have did that, but it didn't happen that way. And so Tisha is all the way mad and they're going back and forth over nonsense. So that's pretty much the show currently. Hopefully it will get better <laughs> in Jesus' name. Um, I will continue to watch <laughs> for now because we're only on season two. So we haven't gone around the merry-go-round enough for me to get all the way tired of it. And no one has fought on the stage. Usually if people fight on the stage during a reunion, that's why I know the show is broken down too far for me to continue to watch. Eh. And I make exceptions sometimes. So, yes, let's move on to Stacey and Darcy. So, I watched the premiere episode. It's not officially premiered, but it was on TLC's app. And I needed to put a mask in my hair. So, I was like, let me just go ahead and listen to this while I put it in my mask. And I don't know if I will continue to watch Stacey and Darcy. I like them in the end. They have, I have a soft spot for them. I feel for them. They're kind of a mess, but I still like them. I don't know if I could go through another season of them giving chances to subpar gentlemen who probably was not a good match to begin with and going through them treating them terribly. I don't know if I could, over not little tiny talk about, talk about building the show off with some tiny little petty little drama. They take the cake in that. So I don't know if I have the energy. Because, you know, they always do at the end of the first season. Things to come. And it looked like more of the same. So I was like, ugh. And one more note, though. Stacy, Yes. Stacy's the one with Florian. I feel like their relationship would have been the same as Darcy and Jesse if they had been on reality TV. Because they started dating around the same time. He got the same types of, not this, yeah, he got similar, he got issues too. And you know, reality show, they'll magnify any type of little baby issue, anything about yourself and anything about relationship. Because that's people say, you shouldn't, if you want to keep your relationship, you don't need to be on reality TV. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would have, have to have a good think to see what relationships survive reality TV or, or what people who are on reality TV or were on, on reality TV are still together. I really don't know. I would have to think about that and see. 
I can see why, because like really they will, and you know, reality is TV and their, is their nature to, to this tarp and talk about the same little incident. So you can't move forward with them. You got to go around and talk about it over and over again. Like in, in a real relationship, you can like deal with it and move on and don't, don't bring it up no more. But I think it could be good too if you really are in a toxic relationship. It could take off the blinders. But if your relationship isn't toxic, maybe it might not be good. I guess that's what I feel about a relationship on reality TV. It, you, I guess it would probably be wise to make sure you're you're going through counseling during the whole thing so you can keep it together. <laughs> if you want to keep it, or it could be an excuse to break up. Like, you kind of know if you don't want to stay with this person. I guess you could go on reality TV and just get some little coins out of it. I really don't know. But, yes, I don't know if I'll watch this. I might watch the reunion because, you know, the reunion, they'll show you everything that happens. So I think that's how I feel about Stacey and Darcy. And this kind of reminded me about loving, not loving marriage, um, Married at First Sight because I said I would do that. And I think they had a new season. So I think I might go ahead and watch the pre-show where they kind of match people together and then watch the reunion I wouldn't be surprised if the reunion was out yet but yeah I will pray that their show goes goes good so yeah I have my prayer list so let's just jump into the prayer Lord I just thank you for um just being in our life for another day for just for your daily provision. I was going to say another day, another dollar, but you know, you provide so much more than just a dollar. You provide everything we need in our lives. You're definitely our daily bread. I just thank you, Lord. You're, you're so good. You're such a good provider. You'll even send ravens alone to feed us if need be, Lord. So I just thank you for that. And Lord, I thank I just pray for Bailey and Day. They are currently in the Big Brother house, hopefully this past week hasn't been a full week these past few days they have not popped off anyone and they have not gone crazy anyone i pray that you know they have peace while they're in the house even though it is created to be a stressful environment i just pray they can lean onto you and trust in you and just be moved by your fruits of your spirit that they essentially exhibit your fruits of your spirit that they could be calm in every situation or they can have the right words to say in every situation or i just pray for day she desires to be more strategic in future seasons, and I pray that she's able to do so. She's able to hold her tongue when she wants to say something that she knows might not be the best thing to say at the moment. I pray that she can be able to hold it and even just confide it to you later on, Jesus. And I just pray that you know, things just work out for her good. And, you know, things really have worked out for her good. She's taken one little season of the show into multiple seasons. Uh, in times of provision, I just pray things are just go well for her in this season. I pray that nothing happens that she will regret. I just pray that she really sees a big growth in herself as a result of this experience. And I pray the same for De- Bailey, or I just pray that this is a season of growth for her, that she responds in ways that she wouldn't respond in a situation. Or I just pray that at the end of this season, however it shakes out for both of them, uh, however it shakes out for Bailey at the end of the season, she can look back and say, hmm, thank the Lord for bringing me through and thank the Lord for bringing me, developing things in me 
that I can take into the future with my life. Or I just pray for blessings on both real lives so that this is just the beginning of accomplishing new and great things for both of them in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Madison from Michelle Siesta Key. Lord, I just pray you continue to grow in her, the fruits of the Spirit as well, that she can discover her confidence in you, Lord. I thank you for filling her with dreams and vision and purpose and destiny so that she is not just floating through life, but she is working toward a goal, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, that she is at peace wherever she is, Lord. I pray that if anything, if she's being deceived by anything, or if anything that needs to be removed from her life, that she wakes up and she removes it or she gets away. Lord, I just pray that you surround her with good and healthy and wholesome relationships with people who have her best interests and people who are not trying to control her or people who, who can encourage her to dream again. Even though she's quite young, I pray that she can dream and I pray that she doesn't do things for ulterior motives. She doesn't do things to make someone happy or she doesn't do things to make sure that she's in a certain circle to meet a certain type of person. But instead, she does things because she is either led by you to do it or she has a genuine interest in working in it for herself, Lord. And I pray that she does not want to have a baby to have some type of purpose or have someone to confirm that she's worthy and worthwhile, that she can know that in and of herself in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Camilla, Lord. I pray that she can see the value and work in with her is not tied to who she's with, Lord. I just pray that all the past hurts and pains that she has, Lord, please heal her from them, Lord. I pray that you give her wisdom and discernment, Lord, to make good decisions in her life. Lord, I pray that you bless her career rise, Lord, that whatever it is that she desires to do professionally, Lord, I thank you for arranging those things that happen in her life, that she can accomplish those things, Lord. I pray that she can really get to know herself and know what, what she has the has the best potential to thrive in in Jesus' name. And I just pray that this the rest of this year is a very good year for her in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Jared's girlfriend. I pray for Jared, Lord, that he can let him have some discretion of who he's going to connect himself with. Help him build up his self-worth to be what you, help him to see himself how you see himself, Lord. So that he doesn't settle, Lord. And that he's okay with being alone until he can find the right person for him. That's my prayer for him. But for the girl, I pray that she learns. She learns humility, Lord. I pray that she learns how to listen, Lord. How to learn. I pray that. I just really do pray just a spirit of humility for her, Lord. That she can. Just learn everything that she needs to learn to be where she needs to be. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I also pray for Kelsey, Lord. I pray for all the things that she, any regrets that she has in her past, Lord, that she can let those go. She can forgive herself for those things. I just thank you for creating a new heart, creating a new clean heart within her, Lord, that 
he says he says in the heart of you 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 can well i just pray that you influence her to live out her life in beauty and holiness lord i pray that you that she realizes to take a an interest in i really don't know what to pray for for kelsey to be honest i i see her doing taking a lot of interesting decisions, but I know she does have good things inside of her, Lord. So I just pray the good things within her will grow and flourish, Lord, and those outweigh the bad things in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray for um, Kendra from Counting On. She has two kids now. One one of them is almost a year. I guess the other one might be three years or something close to it. I just pray you continue to give her grace as a mother, as a wife in the home, Lord. I pray that in the hard times, she can look to you and give her wisdom on how to respond to those situations. Would you rescue her from hard places in Jesus' name? I just pray that she continues to be surrounded by peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord. I pray that whatever you have placed in her heart to say, that she speaks up in grace and love, Lord. And I just pray that she has a strong relationship with her husband and with her family and with her in-laws in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Tisha, Lord, that um, insecurities that she has, Lord. I pray that she's able to understand the root of those insecurities or, or she's able to get a confidence in herself to cast down those insecurities to identify that they're just lies, Lord, and they're not true, Lord, and to cast those things down and to stop comparing herself with other people, but to just to be thankful in who she is, Lord, and, and what she's supposed to do and what she's called to do and just work on that. And I just pray that she looks for her reward from you, God, that she will hear your voice saying, well done, You'll, she'll hear your voice encouraging her. She'll hear her your voice telling her that she's beautiful and she's doing good and she's smart and she's everything that, that's, I, anything that's been speaking, spoken negatively over her, I pray that she no longer receives it. I pray that the blinders are removed and she, she understands that that was just nothing but an attack to keep her down. And I just pray that she is free from that. I pray that she no longer has jealousy over other people, Lord. But she's thankful for their gifts and she's thankful for her gifts as well. Lord, I just pray that she can be surrounded by people who have her best interests in her at their heart, Lord. I pray that she can be able to stand up. Well, not stand up like it's a fight, but you know, to be able to give her the wisdom on how to speak with her husband or how to deal with him in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for the husband that he values his wife and that he hears from you on how to do better. The things that he needs to change, the things that he needs to remove from his life, I pray that he removes them in Jesus' name. I pray that he repents from the things that he needs to repent from and move forward. I pray that Tisha stops. If anything she's lying about, anything she's trying to ignore, I pray she pushes past that and, and, and becomes someone who's a lover of the truth and someone who's okay with the truth in Jesus' name. I pray for Tisha's mama. I pray that you give her wisdom, Lord. 
I pray you you help her, Lord, in her her decision making processes. I pray that if she is, I pray she's astute in her judgment, and I pray that she just has wisdom on how to how to act on what she sees, how that how to respond to what she discerns in Jesus' name. I pray that when she sees something she doesn't like, she doesn't necessarily confront it. It's okay to confront it, but not in a combative way. But I pray instead she takes a step to forgive that person, take a step to pray for that person, take a step to believe the best that that person can change in Jesus' name. And I pray that she's someone who likes to create unity instead of sowing discord in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for the Stacy and Darcy, A.L.R. Darcy and Stacy show. I pray it goes well. I pray you help Darcy and Stacy, Lord, that they can choose people who are the best for them to be with instead of just choosing people based on their outward appearances or that they don't fall into the same traps and the same mistakes over and over again but that they can really find what they're looking for, which is true love and true companionship. I pray that they find that with you. When they have that with you, they can find that with other people. So, Lord, I just thank you for your grace and your love and your power, Lord, because, you know, grace you that's within us and you as within to, to them that's in the world. So I know in every situation, every instance, we can be victorious because we claim you and you know you say that you're safe all those who look to you and you say you call in the name of the Lord you will be saved for it so I just thank you Lord for being faithful and just to forgive each of us for our iniquities and to help us to do better moving forward in Jesus name I pray amen so yeah that's it for this week of God's not done with us yet. I hope you all have like a really good week. I think I will. I'm looking forward to watching Big Brother on Sunday and Wednesday and Thursday. And I really think that this week will be a better week than last week. Last week was just hard because I had like a lot of work to do. So I'm just trusting and believing that this week will be better for me. And I really hope that this week is better for you all. Bye.